Hallelujah. Everyone just bow your head and close your eyes. Put one hand over your heart. We just pray and just, just receive the worship and just pour out whatever you need to pour out before God. This is like the woman with the alabaster box. She just, she just poured out, just poured out, just poured it out. She anointed Jesus with this, with this fine ointment. But, but just even thinking about what all that was made from and had to be pressed to get to where it could be poured out. And again, all the things that in our lives that have been pressed and been pushed up against it and been mashed and, and completely turned into something different. When Jesus came and, and died for our sins and, and mistakes, and we offer that, we go, hear God, hear God, let's anoint you. Let's anoint you with all that we have, everything that it ever was. I pour it out to you, Lord God. I pour out my oil. Pour it out onto you, Jesus. And I anoint you, Lord God, with who I am, all that I am. That was all that she had made. That was so expensive, even argued over. And sometimes some of the greatest hurts and greatest pains need to be crushed to the point where they can be poured out onto Jesus. And Lord, we just do just that. We just, we just leave it all with you, Lord, and, and bless you with it, Father. We just pour it completely out over to you, Lord God, and continually, Lord God, in a place of saying thanks, we're grateful, we're blessed, we receive all that you have for us, Lord, and we just give you all the glory for it on this blessed day that you feel the very fact that we want to draw near to you and you draw near to us. Cleanse our hands, Lord. Fathers, we worship and celebrate you today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Amen. You guys may be seated. Thank you all. Good, good morning. Can't have you slipping. All right. Everybody stand on your feet. Let's, let's, let's pray. And Man, we're going to have big Father's Day. There's baseball games on, and, and we're going to get in the Word first. Amen. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be, and I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give us ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. This is as well, right? Uh, uh, Juneteenth, the day that uh, 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 African Americans, blacks were free from, uh, it was legal freedom uh, in the state of Texas. And so, man, we're to celebrate freedom all the time and been free every day. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read y'all the devotion that I've been sending, but I'm going to read you today's because y'all are special because you're here. Uh, and then some of you may say, send it anyway. Um, the Holy Spirit increases your patience. Uh, which always brings peace in a social setting as well. So that's what we're looking at, the Holy Spirit increasing your patience in, in, in a social setting. This is, this is not the sermon. This is an hors d'oeuvre. Uh, it just says, and a servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to, pre, apt, apt to teach, patient. 
2 Timothy 2 and verse 4. How many of y'all struggle with patience? Yeah, that's why I don't go have to eat after church. There ain't no need losing the ministry, <laughs> having me stand in a line. Unfortunately, most of us blame everyone around us for the climate of battle. However, battle requires two or more. If you refuse to fight, the war cannot continue. Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no uh, tailbearer, the strife ceases. As coals are to burning coals, wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. And that's Proverbs 26, uh, verses 20 and 21, okay? Uh, how many of y'all need me to go ahead and send that to you anyway? Okay, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'll send it. I'll send in the group text that I'll include you. Uh, you know, uh, part of that too is, uh, so yesterday's was about peace protection, having peace protection. You protect your peace at all costs. Someone's going to try to start something with you. Amen. Someone's going to put women's clothes in the men's section and they're, they're going to do it. But you protect your peace, fight for your peace at all costs and walk away from them. If people want to argue with you, people want to mess with you, they want to, want to you know, just, just say, you know what? I'm not participating. I'm not, not going to let, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to let it destroy me because they may not be believing like you're believing and standing in what you're standing for. And I'm going to tell you a good way to really stay out of argument. Uh, drink only water for about three days. You don't have any energy to fight. You just sit, I'm just, I'm just sitting there like... You just, you know, you, you just don't, and you just let, let the purity of God kind of wash over you, wash over it. I, I think this is such a cleansing time that what we're in the middle of is, is what we're going to be doing. And, and even, and I think Miss, Miss Pamela uh, uh, sent amazing prayer over me for my mom. My mom just had, she just had a rough episode, uh, but it always leads back to the past of something. It's, 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 it's like, and it's, it's a bad past. It's always the bad part of it. And so it's never the good, but, but that was a, I mean, and I just was like, boom, boom. And so I got to uh, get in touch with my dad. I'm going to read him that today as well. So again, let's be a blessing to each other. That's why it's in that when we're fasting together, however way you do it. Okay. Cause I mean, just cause I go without water, just cause I go with water only, that don't mean you need to. Uh, and then how will you do it? Um, Dad is buying, amen? Every father that's been out to dinner, if y'all watch your kids and say that, <laughs> dad is buying. Uh, fathers under the covering will cover. Uh, so we understand that dad is buying. Have you ever watched how relaxed the kids get when they know you paying? And then they start looking at dessert after they've eaten. And you're in your mind calculating, they still going, Right? So when we go out to eat as a big family, I never just, I just leave it to Pastor Rita. Pastor Rita is okay with paying big bills. She is. I, I can't even look at them. I'm just like, I just don't show me. Don't show me. Don't show me. Just, 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 just do it. But, but dad is buying. When we know dad is buying, we can sit back and we can be comforted and we can be relaxed in it. This is at this, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 through 20. What, which I love verses that start with like, what, like a question. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And so, since you've been bought, you've been purchased, you've been paid for by God, everything that tries to come up in your life and try to accuse you, no, it's paid for. 
It has reminded me of a trip that we were on with Jaira and Justice and Robert. I think Elijah was with us. And, and uh, you know, Robert, being respectful, when we were eating, reached into his pocket to pay. And Jaira go, what you doing? Dad's buying. That's <laughs> where the whole sermon came from. Dad buying. Put your money away. <laughs> he got it. He brought us. He got to be paying for all of us. You've seen them, men? They can eat. And man, the sushi, uh, the, the, when we go to the sushi, all you can eat, by the way, $11 up front, all you can eat plates. We, there, there's a picture somewhere where he had them stacked. The, 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 the conveyor belt couldn't go fast enough. That he ate so much, but he was saying, Dad is buying. And he, and he was right. He was right. That if I brought you here, I'm going to take care of you. God got you here. He's going to take care of you. Quit trying to pay for your old mistakes. Quit trying to pay for the past. Dad is buying. Put your wallet up. Put your mentality up. Put your trying to fix it up. God, dad is buying. If he brought you to the dream, if he brought you to the vision, if he brought you to that purpose, he is paying for it. Quit trying to do it. And so many times we're reaching for a wallet. And that's what the dude that was forgiven the great debt, that's what he did. He went and took somebody that only owed him $15, and he didn't believe that God was buying all of his debt, so he went and tried to get $15, which couldn't pay for his debt anyway. Like, and then he acted in a way that I'm still in debt. I still got to pay for what I did. Let me tell you, let me free you up. You do not have to pay for the mistakes you made. Jesus died and paid for them. You were bought with a price. And it actually talks about our own bodies, which I think is important because that's one of the biggest struggles people are having is with, their, with themselves. Oh, man, I'm working on one. Working on one that says that be careful about asking the wrong questions. Asking the wrong question. Adam and Eve got caught up in asking the wrong question. Before they ever ate the fruit, the wrong question came. Did God really say? He said what he said. That's what I've been like, no. this is modern day. He said what he said, devil. This is kind of what we need to do, right? He said what he said. He said what he said. He said he's going to stand up and walk. He said what he said. Take up your bed and walk. He said what he said. Like, he ain't playing. You know, and sometimes we got to look at, back and say, quit asking the wrong question or entertaining the wrong. Am, am I really forgiven, God? I'm, I'm just, no, this, that's over. You don't even know what you're talking about. Now, now fathers, y'all can relate to this. The kids come in and they just start talking. <laughs> or spouse. And you have no idea what they're talking about. But you don't want to interrupt them because they may start over. So you just stay there. Right? It's just like praying to God, don't ask me a question about what's happening. You know, you know, God is like, what are you talking about? I don't deserve to be healed. What? You, what? I don't deserve to be blessed. Maybe, maybe this is what I get. Like, no, you got Jesus, and what you get is what comes with getting Jesus. Right? If this don't come with the Jesus plant, <laughs> if this shirt don't come with a suit, Huh? Now we on it. For this much, <laughs> there should be some sandals and some other stuff in that. Jesus said, not only did you get saved, but you got grace that's sufficient. In, this, in, in a uh, quote that, I, that came to me this morning, uh, that, that just because we, evil is, maybe, just because we may be outnumbered by evil don't mean it will outlast us. Okay, it's, it's 
everywhere, right? But it won't stay. And y'all know, as we've been studying in Revelation, it's going to come a tumbling down, right? And, and again, it's the big piece of it. But anyway, so you got purchasing power from heaven. The Bible, the, Jesus said, we're joint heirs with Christ. We're, we got what he got because he gave us all of him. Right? So we got what we got. And so dad is buying and, and purchasing. And, and, and as men, and we're not trying to be rude and we're not trying to be too big, but don't go spend a bunch of money on us. Good sandwich, a good food. Let me sit down under the air condition. That's good pay for. Huh? Only too much. Why oh, don't you get you this? Let me get you this. And, and my Pastor Rita loves to bless. She just loves it. Let's kick. We, we got to hang out more because all we do is hang out. I mean, when we do hang out, it's just laughing and, you know, just like, and she just think like, man, you, keyword, you are something else. Now, we don't know what that else is, but it's something else. Yes. And so God is like, listen, I, I paid for that. Why are you still trying to go in there and buy something I paid for? Right? What is this suit? 12, 13, 14 years old? Oh. <laughs> oh lord jesus oh yeah oh yeah but i ain't gonna go back to the store i got it from and buy it again this is going right back in the bag right after we done to next year <laughs> or another event that comes up <laughs> Something tells me we need to get a new suit. It's never been to the cleanest since you asked it. You want to know? No. No, it goes straight out. Did it go once? Listen, quit, listen, quit trying to purchase what God has bought for you. He, he paid for forgiveness. Quit trying to buy it. Dad's buying. Anybody come up to you and accuse you? No, my dad bought that. You don't own the rights to bring that up. My dad pur pur purchased that. Right? You, don't, you, don't, you, can't, you can't sell that here. Dad bought it. So ministering to your kids that God is buying when it comes to their sins delivers peace and confidence that will build their faith for a lifetime. The stress and disappointment of not being able to pay. Anybody ever been there? Yes, we all have. You know the bill's coming and you're trying to figure in your head. Or have you ever paid for something and hoping the card didn't get? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Right? You're just sitting there. And there's nothing worse than that feeling. I remember once I forgot to check the date on, on my credit card, and it expired. I'm checking. And I tried to check into a hotel, and they said, sir, your card is expired. <laughs> and, and, and so called on Jesus, and then I called on Jesus, really right-hand person, Pastor Rita. <laughs> you got to fix this because <laughs> I need somewhere to sleep. <laughs> and right now, my faith ain't good. Because I'm mad at myself for not, you know, being on top of this. Which means it came in the mail and I didn't take it out of the envelope because I'm busy. And Pastor Rita fixed it from afar. You know, sometimes we think, well, I need to see Jesus right now so I know I'm forgiven. No, you're forgiven from heaven. You don't have to show up and do nothing. You don't have to show up and say, if I see a pie in the win window, that's when I know I'm forgiven. Well... If that's the case, we're just going to get some fake pies and stick them up there so you can get on with your life. Quit looking for a sign and start living by the word. Amen. That's your, that's your sign right there. 
So it builds that powerful thing that has overcome. Now, here's how bad. Now, if when you get in these sermon notes and you look at them, I know Pastor Donnie is laughing at me this morning over this sentence. Because sometimes he catches me before I get going. But I know he's laughing. The stress and disappointment of not be able to pay for things we need and went can be overwhelming, but the power of confidence that comes from knowing we are covered bring uh, joy to our soul. I wrote like Cat in a Hat. Like, I, I wrote bad. I was like, who, who's, and I could just see him now. Oh, he's going to get me when I go visit. I know he is. He's going to bring it up. Luke chapter 15 and verse 18 through 21 I mean, through 20, it says, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Now, you think this is the prodigal son who stood up in his dad's face, say, I want my inheritance now. Basically, he was saying, I wish you was dead. Because when do we get inheritance? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a great dad. I mean, I'm, you know, I love my kids no matter what. That took me a week. <laughs> I wish you was dead. Give me my money. Well, since we wishing. <laughs> since wishing is on the table. But he just, you know, he gave him what he wanted, even though the fact I'm giving you something is an act of me having to die to give to you. And maybe dad had to die to his anger. He gave it to him. But then the son knew that even though he's struggling, he done blew it all. I can still go back to the father. That ain't that good? Like, I can still go home. I can still go home. Listen, listen, uh, uh, especially my, my brother that, that passed away, that, that you know, he, he was a pimp. And, and my mom loved him, but he, she didn't love that. She didn't love that. And she would not have that around her, and she would not have that in her house. Listen, no matter your choices, whatever they make, you can still love them. You can get along with them without going along with them. Y'all know it. Right? So a lot of times the, the, the body of Christ get blamed. Oh, you just hate us. No, we hate that, whatever that is, if it's sin. That, you, always welcome. I'll run, kiss you. I don't know, the prodigal, I wish, I, I see some stuff I want to see again, that one I want to see again. When the father ran to hug him, but the prodigal son had to be thinking, I, but he already knew I can go back to my father's house. But you know. Like, uh-oh, he running at me. Is he still mad? Like, <laughs> i never seen dad take me, hike up his robe and come chasing me. And he run, but, but there's nothing like of, of finding your kid again, right? That was once lost, but now found. Dad said, go get the fat cow. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can see the other cows that worked out say, see, you should have done better. Now they're going to cook you. <laughs> Just go get it. Let's cook and eat. And let, let's go and eat. And, and then again, no matter how close people are to you, no matter how close they are to you, even a relative, they still not going to celebrate your victory. His brother got mad. Parents are better than siblings to their kids. Come on, let's be honest. My siblings, are, my mom loves them way more than I do. Serious, serious. I, look, it took me years to get over what my siblings put my parents through. By the time they got to us, they were tired. You know, it's four of them, 
Two girls, two boys? Two girls went through teenage years? Two boys? And they were tired. Like, they put them through so much. So they had little to nothing to give. But my mom said, I got my faith. I'm going to give you all of that. I don't take no, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. She could give us all of that. And so it took me years. So, so whenever they would do something wrong, I could care less. But we were the ones she would wake up, drive me to the hospital, drive me to this place, drive me to that place. We have to go and take her to these spots because she loved her children. My dad, he they loved me. They weren't his biologically, but they was his by character. And he, let's go. Let's get up and go. What's wrong with you, boy? Why aren't you happy to see your brother? I don't get it. I'm not a parent yet, so I don't understand what y'all understand. But I get it now. I get it now. They love, that's my, as <laughs> my mom, that's my baby. No, I'm your baby. I came last. I earned that. Even when I was sharing a womb, I didn't come out of that early. I waited. <laughs> Calling nobody my name. He was buying. Dad was buying. I'm going to buy joy for my kids' return. I'm going to buy joy for my family's blessing. I'm going to buy joy. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm, and I, Lord, I, I buy peace and quiet when the game is on. I buy it. I don't care, cover the cost. <laughs> I buy. <laughs> A father is as happy as his saddest child. Right? Because Just because you got five of them, one is hurting, you hurt. Right? Have saddest child. The enemy will use anything to keep division in a family until forgiveness is not recognizable. So there's nothing worse than busting your chops, right, all your life, and then how somebody just stand up in your face, give me my money, I'm out. Not before I knock you out. And you can wake up somewhere else on the back of a camel that's untraveled a long way. Right? Thank God it wasn't me. Praise the Lord. I wouldn't be in that way. I would honor God. But the Father was showing what Jesus was. And a lot of times people have come to Christ and they've looked at Christ and said, give me what, I, what you owe me. I died for you. I don't owe you anything. Well, I didn't get this blessing. I'm out. But then the problem is they're not like the prodigal son. They don't have the faith to come back. You know, they just kind of like, well, maybe God ain't real. <laughs> no, no. Oh, wrong again. Don't allow, don't allow it to return to receive what has been bought. Another strange sentence. What that should have been saying, do not allow hurt and hate to return. Realize that God has paid for forgiveness. It's been paid for. It's been paid for. We, we got to get through it. And, and then, you know, sometimes with our, our silence, uh, a lot of men, fathers, we become silent. Right, because we got to hear ourselves think it through. Right, one or two things: we don't want to say the wrong thing, and we don't want to be in the long conversation over again. Right, so just just give me a minute, give me six days, okay, give me a month. <laughs> I just don't need to say nothing right now. I'm gonna tell you, Brother Joe, the thing I've been working on, like I, my my greatest addiction is is my mouth. I, I can't control it. Really, it's, it's all I can do. When, you know, now I'm just starting to confess to Pastor Rita. When I want to say something, I'm like, I just bent over and just like, it's so hard for me to keep my mouth shut. 
I did not realize what type of trap it is. This is how I make my living, though. My blessing can be a curse. Blessings and cursing coming out the same mouth? It's scriptural. There are times that thoughts come in my head so strong. I say, Rita, it is all I can. It physically take me standing up, walking around, focused to keep my mouth shut. I don't want to, not that I'm saying it to the person. This is just for me not saying it out loud. Let me tell you, society ain't helping. And I said helping, not helping. Yeah, I know what I said. I said what I said. There are some folks out there pushing buttons on purpose. Folks that ain't using everything. See, this is, this is it. This is one of, this is it. You can feel it. Like I can almost feel it. I'm getting better. Let's just go to another verse because that's what, oh wait, I just got to say this. Let's just go to the next verse. Psalms 23, verse 4 through 5. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Anybody ever walked through evil before? Yes, you have. God's comforting you in the evil. You can't make it through by yourself. God's right there with you. Why are you making me go through this? No, you're going through it, but we're going to walk through it. Let's make sure we keep going. Don't stop and create a family there. Don't stay. Listen to verse 5. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Greater than the food on the table is to know that there is a table to come to. Right? Got to know that there's a table to come to. Right? I know where we can get something to eat. I know where we can go. I know where there's food. Right? There's not, my three back there know if they come to our house, the fridge, they don't even ask. They just walk in there. Right? And if and you, you, listen, you don't appreciate that till you visited some family members that they can't go into the refrigerator. It is one of the most uncomfortable times. My, my, uh, Tony just reminded me of folks, uh, friends we visited one time. One time. The, the guy's name was Shovel. We were talking about losing weight in our stomach. Shovel had this big stomach. He said, punch me. His stomach was hard as a rock. He's proud of that. He's like, how do you get rid of that when it's that hard, right? But, but Shovel did something, right? We've been playing out there in Houston, Texas all day with our kids. I mean, we asked kids. I didn't have kids at eight years old. The kids were out playing. We came inside to eat the way he does it. The men eat first. No kids can even come to the table. Anybody ever, ever been around this? Ever seen this before? You've seen, my mom was about to go to prison that day. And, and, and he said, no, don't nobody eat but me and your husband. She go, I, well, actually, I can't even, I can't quote it. I can't say, I can't say any of that sentence. Just, Aah. it's like somebody died. My kids and my dad stood up and go, yeah, we eat. They all eating. Y'all come get some of this. I don't even remember what it was. Right then and there at eight years old, I knew we were never going to visit those people ever again. Right then. I knew, I knew it was a one-way ticket. I knew. Like, mama going to mess this up forever. And my dad stood up, and I've never seen, like, six foot ten, he stands up, and he had his fist balled up. And, like, his fists are already big, but he rolled up his hands, and it looked like, like, like those Hulk gloves. Like, mm, Hulk mad now. 
And he just stood up like, my kids can't eat? I ain't eating. It was crazy. Like, it was quiet. And I thought, we ain't coming back. We don't have to come to this place no more. We're so excited. And it's nothing like knowing that your family has a prepared table to keep have your back and has a prepared table to make sure you're taken care of. And it's telling you things, not because they want to restrict you, but because they want to protect you. They prepare a table. I know where I can get some food. I know where they got some. I know that my, my, my father is there for me. And sometimes that table is a listening ear. Give it up. And words of wisdom and unconditional love for your children. A prepared table gives strength to turn upward instead of inward when things go wrong. Right? Because if I turn inward, I'm going to keep rehearsing what bothers me. If I turn upward, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rehearse what God has answered for me. So we're always at rehearsal. We're either rehearsing fear or we're rehearsing faith. Matthew chapter 19, verse 13 through 15. Then were there brought unto him little children that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, suffer the little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. Just like my parents wouldn't let them keep us from the table of eating, they wouldn't let us, they wouldn't let anybody keep us from going to church. Y'all hear that, right? Okay, okay, just, <laughs> am I passing out up here? No, <laughs> no. Okay, they would not, like, they would not let, let a game, let some hinder us from coming. He said, suffer not the little children unto me. He rebuked the disciples. Don't ever do anything that will keep your kid from coming to God. And fathers get right in the way of that and stop that and say, no, my kids need to be before Jesus. He needs to touch them every single time in every single place. And that's not necessarily just coming to church. That's talking about in your life, praying for them. Whatever thing is trying to hinder them, pray that that thing gets rebuked and get out of the way so they can be touched by God. Amen. Pray that. Pray that because the enemy's after that and he's, it's the same type of disciple. You're being discipled by something. Gang members, that's discipleship. Just the wrong direction. There are some people loyal to messes. Right? When somebody want to believe a lie, when they want to believe a lie, they don't keep your side to yourself because they're not trying to hear it. They don't value it. They want to believe a lie. And so Jesus said, don't ever let them stop your children from coming to me. So a father wants his children to hear his love the loudest, especially when they're around people that are, don't know how to love them. They need to see what love looks like. He wants them to know this is what somebody loves you. They'll give everything they can to be around you. They'll protect you. They'll keep you. They won't hinder you and hold you down. They will love you. It will expose deception and destructive behavior. A loving father hugs his children and then shows that love by helping them learn to serve Christ. Man, how sick it would be if I did not at least just show my kids Christ. Don't I love you enough not to let you go to hell? I love you, but you can go to hell, though. That's, 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 that. It's worth living for. It's worth having. Okay, Luke chapter 11, verse 11 through 13. What father among you, oh, I love this verse. If his son asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake instead. If, or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. 
So if, so if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Right? Like, like if we know how to be good to him, let's never be afraid to ask God's goodness on them. Because if we can be good, God can be even better, greater good, a gooder, whatever you want to do with it. Right? He can. He, he's, he's better at it. And I was thinking about this verse, like, if my kids ask me a fish, uh, I, they won't have to worry about me getting them a snake. I hate them. I, snakes, they don't have to worry about that. Part. They don't have that in me. And, and even people don't be like, oh, it's not poisonous. I don't care. It bites. It's got teeth. It, we, they don't talk. I don't know why people think these things can get along with them. They, they go and befriend these things. And then, like, the one guy took a selfie in San Francisco with a rattlesnake. It bit him in the face. Cost him $200,000 because they ran out of venom, uh, anti-venom, anti-venom. He's selfie with a snake, right? So one of the things is we're trying to keep our kids from taking selfies with snakes, identifying with the wrong behavior, identifying with the wrong crowd, because eventually that thing's going to bite them. And it's going to take a whole bunch of stuff to get that out of them. Then they'll become manipulated by that whole mentality and starts thinking like, oh, ain't that the way it's supposed to be? Uh-uh. You've been bit by a rattlesnake. I thought he was going to play with me. That's how they play. They defend at all times. That's how they play. The anointed father will always show the children how to trust and believe in the heavenly father. So if I really, really want you to grow, I need you to know that there's something bigger than me that helps me love you. I need you to know that. I need you to know I would have killed you years ago had it not been for the Father. You know, when you popped off, I could have backed over you. <laughs> Were it not for Jesus, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be. I'm not talking about me. Y'all laughing like I'm talking about me. I'm just, yeah, I'm talking about me. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. And so some of those things where you start to look at, it took God for me to be a father. It took God for me to be a parent. And, I, and, I, and we don't always get it right. We don't always get it right. We're, we're only as, as perfect as we can be, but, but God is what we hope to be. And he's the one that we got to give him to. And so I got I to give you to the heavenly father. When you start rejecting God, it's just a matter of time before you're going to reject me. Because I know I'm not better than God. There isn't a gift on this earth that he, can, that he can give that can ever match the love of God's gift to all who, those who ask. So me as a father, I can give you everything I can. I can give you all I got, but it's nothing compared to the gift of salvation. Grace is sufficient. Father, we are blessed to see your thankfulness to use as a gift and honor to call you dad that paid the price. That's what we honor. We're honored. We're honored to do that. Amen? All right. You guys bow your heads. So, Father, we're right in the middle of this 21-day turn for peace. And, Lord, we just thank you as your message goes forth that fathers and men are lifted up. I think for confidence and boldness and the courage of God will be strengthening in each and every man to be able to speak prayer and speak faith. Father, help us as men not to resist help and to resist those who are trying to support us and lift us up and encourage us. And all mean, help us understand that they're trying to get us to learn how to save our strength. And Father, I thank you as we recognize that, 
And Lord, we're going to be positioning ourselves to be in a better place. I thank you, Lord God, as we are standing in agreement. I pray, Father, that according to Malachi 4, 6, that the heart of the Father turn to the children and the heart of the children turn to the Father. We thank you for that compassion to take place. That as peace that surpass all understanding, we grow in that. And you are the Prince of Peace, so we settle right in you of all that you've called us to do. Father, we believe it is so. We believe it is done. Thank you for buying, Lord God. There's no way. And I look back on decisions and mistakes I made. There's no way I should be standing. But because you picked up the bill, you picked up the cost. He said, stand for me, son, stand. That now I'm able to do all things through Christ because you strengthen me. And Lord, we thank you for debts paid. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, Chris is going to get you guys uh, some juice. Man, the watermelon I picked out yesterday. Mm. Fantastico. <laughs> Fantastico. I didn't have a crowd of uh, older ladies around me asking me to pick up theirs because uh, they said if you're loud enough to pick it out, you should be loud enough to pick it up. Um, but it's good. And then I tried something different with the hummus. I'll let you try to figure that out, which is all on the Daniel fast, by the way. Okay. It's pure, pure, pure fruit juice in there. All right. We love you guys and you're dismissed. Enjoy your mugs.